You're listening to Joey's Totally Tech, your tech podcast. Hey everyone, it's Joey, and I'm recording this for my iPhone 6S. Have you heard about the Anchor app yet? If not, let me explain. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. I'm recording from my phone right now. I normally use my professional microphone at home to record, but hey, I'm showing that you can do this on the phone too. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast. There's no minimum listenership required. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the Anchor app in the Apple App Store or Android's Google Play Store today to get started. Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. This is a Joey's Totally Tech special report. Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference took place on Monday. The WWDC had a different form than usual due to the COVID-19 pandemic, as they presented the entire conference in a digital-only format. It came at a time when the company is under fire for its developer practices, such as limits it is placing on third-party applications and 30% and 15% cuts it has been making from app purchases and subscriptions sold through the store, which has led to an antitrust investigation in the European Union. They announced iOS 14 will bring new features to the iPhone and iPad, such as changes to the home screen for the first time ever and a new app library view for organizing your apps. There will also be support for home screen widgets for the first time, where you can long press on the home screen and add a variety of different widgets, such as weather, fitness, and more. The operating system will include a Translate app, which will work with both text and voice. These translations are processed locally with the neural engine and works without an internet connection, and it won't send data to Apple. It will initially work with 11 different languages, with more coming in the future. Apple Maps will have new features designed to help its users reduce their carbon footprint, including support for cycling directions and EV routing, with recommended charging stops and battery status integration. They are working with BMW and Ford at launch for the feature, but of course, we really just want Apple Maps to not suck so much when compared to Google Maps iOS 14 also adds support for Apple's new car key feature, which will initially work with select newer model BMW cars. Apple plans to expand this feature to other car makers in the future. You will be able to unlock and start your car using your iPhone and can share access via iMessage. App Clips from Apple is a new feature that will allow you to access an application without downloading it from the App Store. For example, you could tap your iPhone on an NFC tag and access a small version of an app to reserve a parking spot or rent a scooter. Siri's interface is redesigned to not take up the entire screen, and the weather app supports real-time precipitation data as well as severe weather tracking. 
There's also support for searching for emojis as well as new emoji characters. And in iOS 14, users will be able to change their default app preferences for the first time. The details are unclear, but Apple has said users will be able to customize their own email and web browsing apps. The system is now available for developers, with public beta scheduled for release in July and a stable release in the fall. The iPad OS 14 will add many of the same features as iOS 14. It will also have a redesigned music app, bringing full screen lyrics, new tabs, and easier access to your library. Apple also touted the search on the iPad has been revamped to improve app launching, bring a less intrusive interface, adds deeper file integration, and more. Apple Pencil users have something new, as Scribble is a new feature that will allow you to write with your Apple Pencil and automatically convert it to text. You'll also be able to roughly draw shapes and have the iPad automatically create defined polygons. iPad OS 14 is available for developers now, with a public beta coming next month and a general release in the fall. Watch OS also has changes, including additional tools for developers, allowing them to create more advanced types of complications. The Workouts app has been updated with new dance workouts, as well as improved calorie tracking. The Activity app has been redesigned and renamed from Activity to Fitness. Face sharing is also being supported. You can create and share watch faces with others, and developers can offer pre-configured faces in their application, while you can add watch faces from the web as well. And there's a hand-washing feature added to the operating system to make sure you wash your hands as long as you're supposed to. Most notably is sleep tracking. WatchOS and iOS 14 both feature new capabilities designed to help you track your sleep and get the best night's sleep possible. A wind-down feature will help you transition from your wakefulness to sleep with shortcuts for home hit scenes, alarms, and do not disturb. Then we've got macOS Big Sur, named after a rugged stretch of California's central coast between Carmel and San Simeon. A number of visual changes and redesigns have been made, which bring many iOS and iPadOS design elements to the Mac. The new Messages app is a port of the iPad version of Messages using Mac Catalyst technology. Apple added a new version of the Apple Maps app, which also came for the iPad through Mac Catalyst. And speaking of Catalyst, Apple is making improvements to the platform to make it easier for developers to bring iPad apps to the Mac. There are new tools for developers, such as improved access to menu and keyboard APIs, new controls for checkboxes and date pickers, and more. Safari has enhancements in Big Sur, including huge improvements to performance. Apple touts that web loading is 50% faster than in Google Chrome. There's also a privacy report button in the toolbar to see how websites use your data and what trackers Safari blocks, as well as support for translating pages from the toolbar. 
and it's previously been mentioned that Apple will be using their own ARM processors for all Macs eventually, and they've confirmed they will be doing so later this year. They will be using Apple Silicon in the Mac and bring improved GPU, high-performance storage, improved efficiency, and more. They are in the process of designing a family of Mac processors specifically for the Mac lineup, and there will be a common architecture across all of Apple's product lineups. Big Sur is designed to run on this Apple Silicon, and Apple said that the vast majority of developers will be able to get their apps up and running on Apple Silicon in just days. They said Microsoft is already working on updating Office for the Mac to run on Apple Silicon, and Adobe is working on Creative Cloud updates. Big Sur will include a new version of Rosetta to translate existing Intel apps to work on Apple Silicon. Apps are translated at the time of install to ensure the best possible performance. With Macs, iPhones, and iPads sharing a common architecture, you will be able to run iPhone and iPad applications on the Mac. Most apps will work without changes and can be downloaded via the Mac App Store. For developers, Apple will launch a quick start program which will provide them with documentation and sample code to help ease the transition from Intel to ARM. There will be a developer transition kit hardware package which includes a Mac Mini powered by the Apple A12Z processor. Developers can apply to receive this Mac Mini for $500 via Apple's developer website now. And this has been a special report from Joey's Totally Tech. Thank you for listening. Be sure to catch us Mondays at 10 a.m. for your regular full episode. I will catch you next time.